0: Fasting, the voluntary denial of an otherwise normal function for the sake of intense spiritual activity. It's for prayer, for listening, for discernment, a time to start over. Fasting is one of those disciplines we want to approach with care particularly if you have physical issues or mental health concerns, or if you suffer from body image stuff, weight concerns, or obsessions, then this is not necessarily a discipline you should even consider. Now, when I look back at that list, we've just eliminated a very large chunk of our population. But of course, fasting from food isn't the only thing we can fast from. We'll talk about that next week. But today, it's about food. Now, fasting certainly has incredible health benefits. If you read much in health circles, you'll quickly see folks who know and study these things encourage fasting, sometimes yearly or with the changing seasons like animals regularly do. Of course, fasting is not for weight loss at all. And for many, this is a huge issue. We don't really talk much about some of the spiritual implications of hating the shell that God's loaned us. But it's an issue, a huge issue. And using this practice for weight loss, just a bad idea all the way around. Well, for one, it doesn't work. Now, certainly there's a link between our physical bodies and our spiritual life, but our concerns today is primarily as a spiritual act. Now, of course, from a biblical perspective, nearly everyone seemed to fast. The hearers of the New Testament didn't seem to even need instructions. Jesus' statement, when you fast, well, it sort of assumes they all did. And then fasting seemed to be a common practice for the early church fathers and mothers, and also the great devotional writers throughout history. And so it's certainly a discipline modern Christians should learn and know more about. I've come to think that even the issue of practicing this discipline is a matter of prolonged and thoughtful prayer. You know, when to fast, and from what, and for how long. We want to honor Jesus' words about not broadcasting our dedication in a proud and boastful way. That doesn't mean it isn't often good to involve others in these decisions. You know, based on your personal issues like a doctor, a counselor, or spiritual director. Also letting your family know can be helpful too. I once heard a priest say, fasting's good for the soul, bad for the family. I made a rule a few years back that if fasting means I'm gonna be cranky or rude to others, I'm just not gonna do it. It feels like it sort of misses the point. And of course, there's different seasons in life really taken by how powerful fasting can be, really powerful, really helpful, sort of reminds me of an interview I did a while back with James Catford. He was talking about the Bible, but he had this great line, be careful where you point that thing. Well, fasting, maybe it's a little like that. Be careful where you point that thing. I've found with about all the spiritual disciplines, it's really helpful to have mentors. Today I get to interview one of mine, Sarah Bolin. She's a deeply thoughtful woman from a global humanitarian organization called Saving Moses. They focus on the most urgent and intense survival needs of babies around the world. They keep abandoned babies from dying. You can't do that type of work without a deep and substantive life with God. It makes sense to me that she knows a thing or two about fasting. My name is Nathan Foster and welcome to the Runovare weekly podcast. You're talking about fasting?
1: Yeah, yeah sounds yes. good. Totally good.
0: Okay, can I read you something? Please. Okay. This is this is from my book. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. And and uh, this is in terms of the topic of fasting and some of my fear related. Here it goes. Cradling my coffee, I lamented my dread to a friend. Oh, I love fasting. She hastily responded <laughs> with bulging eyes and fire hose enthusiasm. <laughs> Sound familiar?
1: I remember this conversation, <laughs> hey. and I read it. I read because oh, I read did, your book. So
0: oh, did read you read I, okay. like, I laughed
1: my head off. I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
0: <laughs> you knew it was you, yes? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. okay. Well, let me for the. I'll finish reading it. Uh, sure. Here's the statement: Nothing turns the volume up on God's voice like fasting. Everything becomes clear. For the next ten minutes, I sat mesmerized by her fervor. My curiosity was stirred, and I started a five-day fast the following week.
1: yes right
0: yes turns the volume up on god what does that mean i
1: think there's so much uh in our world that competes for our attention our affection focus our our ears our eyes our mind our heart our emotions our desires and i think when you fast you know the first whatever, there's a there's a I think there's a for each person. And the more you do it, there's different tipping points. Mm-hmm. And the first few times you do it, it's like, poof, you know, going through a wormhole backwards or something. It's pretty hard, <laughs> no doubt. However, you get this there 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 there's a shift a twi- a, a change in it where it suddenly all that noise, you, you perceive the the white noise of it Mm -hmm. and there it gets this clarity of hearing, sensing, feeling, connecting, and just awareness, um, that I don't think, I think our, our culture clutters. Mm -hmm. And so I don't Mm -hmm. think, I think it's a nice way to clean the engine, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of hones you into and it, yeah, it, it's sacrificial, no doubt. But on the other side of it, I don't, I don't think there's. Uh, I think you, what you sacrifice is far inferior to what you, compared to what you gain from it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Right, you get you get far more out of it than you put into it. Boy, howdy! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's uh, a
1: rich I, adventure.
0: I just had this um, picture of noise canceling headphones. I, I can yeah. still hear what's outside, but it, it's muted a little. I'm more focused on what's in front of me. Uh, yeah. Your statement of cleaning the engine. Um
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's this you know, I think I also think of it in terms of um tuning. Mm-hmm. You know, like I used to take piano lessons or you watch somebody tune a guitar, you know, and they get that pitch, you know, and and then they tune the strings to that. One tone mm-hmm. to that, you know, key key V or whatever it is, C middle C. And I think fasting does that, like, yeah. we, we our vibrations and all that stuff is completely, you know, <laughs> we're just like giant waves, you know. And when we when when you fast, it's like you suddenly all those giant waves start to come down into one alignment where. You know, the sine and the cosine is not canceling each other out, but rather you're aligned with that one tone, that mm-hmm. one frequency, mm-hmm. that one. And and, and so helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, so helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a certain ring just, mm-hmm. when you hit that note. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. how do you discern when to begin a fast, when not to? How do these certain rhythms work in your life?
1: It's a good question because I think it's interesting. I, I've watched myself over time, go through seasons with fasting, mm-hmm. some seasons where I'm all in both feet, like super excited. And then there are times when I, <clears throat> I've tried to so to speak, force it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it hasn't been, been good. And then I find sometimes I get out of the rhythm of it and getting back into it. I feel this desire, and that sounds really twisted, but it's true. A desire in my soul to fast. because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it run, And I know it's not. I, and I feel like it's God's invitation, God inviting me.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And that's, it, I, I, that's the word that keeps resonating is that invitation, you know, come and let's fast. And, and I did that recently and I was like, oh, man, I get it. And it was, you know, I think it was a three or four day thing. Mm-hmm. um but so so rich and it's it's like that and i i i just feel the invitation to it so i know it's not it's not something that i concoct because who intentionally says stop eating
0: <laughs> you know and, 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 and i and actually not interested just, in it.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i appreciate it's not just stop eating i that's not the only thing i'm but i right. i can but the 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 basis of it you know so i know And I, when I feel and sense that, so then it's a a question of, you know, when the mechanics of it, you know, organizing time and place and accommodating, you know, got to make meals for my family, you know, sitting with them as they're eating (laughs) succulent chicken, whatever (laughs) it is, you know, like "Ah." but it it is, it is. And it's, it's integrating that discipline, Mm -hmm, the routine. mm -hmm and I, and i think there's a, a danger in it too where it can get to be a routine and then you lose the life right. from it you know so it's an interesting journey um but i think an integral part of of our following christ
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you you said something Sarah, that just kind of is helpful for me to think about that there's almost a the point of the issue of too fast becomes an issue of prayer. Um, I'll have this kind of prompting or an interest or kind of a, hmm, maybe I should begin a fast and then just kind of sit with that a little bit and and, yeah. and see what happens. Um, but to not rush into it and to not rush away from it, does that yeah. fit for you too?
1: It totally yeah. does. It totally does. And and the idea of sitting in it, being still. Um, and And I've done it where I've rushed into it. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm in a free fall, like, oh, you know, what's going on here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, you know, I've rushed out of it because I'm like, ah. and I didn't. And, and I know because of some of those rich experiences, I know some of the possibilities, you know, and, and so sitting in it. And that's something too. part of the discipline is learning to sit in it, learning to be purposeful and slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and and con- intentional I think about what are we doing here
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you bring others into the process do you ever let people know what you're doing do you fast as a community yeah you
1: know what Jesus did that thing don't tell anybody right and so I really I try to really honor that um you know he, he talked to the Pharisees and said, you guys make this kind of a public display and it's all about you. <laughs> and so I don't, I try to honor that. Um, the sort of secret, I, you know, I, I'm careful with that too. Cause I think people abuse, abuse that. So, I mean, I'll tell my, my family, Hey, I'm going to be, I'll tell my husband, Hey, I'm going to be fasting in the next whatever. Or, you know, it's, I feel this coming down the, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to fast. So probably I'll let you know when. And and then I'll let my kids know. And um, I don't, I'm careful with friends and stuff. Um, I just let my kids know. So they're like, why aren't you eating? You know, because we sit at the table and what are you doing, mom? Well, I'm not going to lie. Hey, you know, just don't feel like eating when I'm ravenous. <laughs> That's inaccurate and kind of defeats the purpose. But on the other side, and, you know, if I go out with friends, you know, get a coffee or something or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. some. But and, and sometimes if I'm hanging out with friends, I'll try to not book an appointment around a meal or something. You yeah. know, hey, yeah. can we take a walk? Um, you know, something different just so that it's not a meal.
0: So, right. those yeah, are it can be a little tricky. Practical. You got to plan ahead a little on some of those because you end up in these social situations where it's awkward but also kind of rude to not right. uh, be eating.
1: Right. And they're eating and they look at you like, what's your deal? And you're like, well, you know, I'm fasting. And then I have friends who have <laughs> eating disorders. And when you tell them that you're fasting, right. then they're like, oh! you know, and, and yeah. so. I mean, you got to kind of have it's helpful to have those conversations sometimes ahead of time or offline, mm-hmm. When not when you're in the thick of it. Right. I remember right. I did that with one of my friends and she just lost the blot. She's like,
0: oh my gosh.
1: And I was like, I didn't know this was such a thing for you. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. You know, so <laughs> it's helpful to have those conversations ahead again of time. ahead of time a little bit, you know.
0: What well, I have, I have a, a, a fasting story with the kids that. I don't think I've ever told anyone this. It's really funny to me. So, I, you know, I, I'm with you. The times when I've done fast, and I just let the family know what I'm doing. And, you know, with the, when the kids were little, I'd tell them what I'm doing. And my youngest guy, Kyron, what he got was dad's not eating to because he's trying to get closer to God. That was his interpretation of it. Little guy, Okay. And then years later, he asked me about this, and and he thought I was trying to kill myself by not eating, and that I'd move closer to death and then be closer to God. Wow! (laughs) I mean, you know, he wasn't, like, disturbed by it, but it's like, if you don't eat, you're going to die, and so you'll get kind of... So I did not do a good job explaining
1: that. (laughs) That's amazing, right? (laughs) You know, my dad
0: flirts with death so he can get closer to (laughs) God.
1: I like it. I like it. At least your kids know you're all in, right?
0: That's,
1: I'm ready to give my life to Christ.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> interesting because he didn't say it in a kind of scared or morbid. It was more just like, like, wow, it is. that's how he took it. His dad's really serious with, with this stuff. So.
1: Well, it's it not all bad, I guess, right? Yeah. I
0: hope not. I hope not. <laughs> how about other fasts besides food? Do you, do you ever engage in those?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I know this is going to sound kind of, for some people it's like heresy, for some people it's cheesy, but um, I'll do, I don't have a problem, so to speak, fasting media. Um, (laughs) I just, most of it's boring to me. Sports, (laughs) maybe that would be a problem. That would probably be a good fast, but um, music. I'll I'll fast music and I'll, I'll have seasons where I'm like, I know I need to have just days of silence, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: no music. And that, that helps me. Um, and then sometimes I think, I think sometimes, you know, you could fast people or some relationships. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's helpful. Yeah. um, I think things that are meaningful. If you told me, hey, Sarah, I think you ought to fast chocolate, that's not meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. I don't care about chocolate. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm a little bit of a speckled bird, but things Mm -hmm. that are meaningful and important that maybe sometimes need to have less attention or engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a, a spectrum of things, and each person being unique. Letting, letting Holy Spirit lead you in that, I think, was helpful.
0: Yeah. That's good. You just brought up a thing I haven't heard before, but I think it's really healthy, the idea of fasting relationships. And and it can go on two ways, You know, relationships that are really life-giving, I mean, a lot that maybe we need space from, but also ones that are not healthy and we need mm-hmm. to not cut people out, but taking a season where mm-hmm. we get some some space from.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think when you do that, I think you'd have to be conscientious of genuine love. You know, what is it? what does love mean? Because I think, I think we're, you know, you read through some of the social media stuff, you know, toxic people and all this stuff. And I appreciate some of that. I think there's validity in it. But at the same time, I think if we treat our relationships as a consumer, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. get those people out of your life. You know, I don't, right. I don't know. I, I think Jesus said, love God, love your neighbor. Um, so I think you have to be really intentional to love, mm-hmm. and genuine love, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's, a, it's, to do that, you need to be careful and keep love in your heart. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, great. Point, if I can take it a little further, when we're talking about fasting, we're not talking about self help. We're talking about responding to movements of the Spirit. Right. And and these become issues of prayer, right? Again, right. uh,
1: Exactly. um, mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Sarah, I I knew you'd have so much wonderful things to say.
1: (laughs) Nathan, you're awesome, dude. I always (laughs) love hanging out with you. Oh my gosh.
0: You can learn more about Sarah's work at savingmoses.org. That's savingmoses.org. I'm working on another interview with Sarah about her work with babies around the world. We'll run that when we get to our month on service. As always, thanks for listening and have a great week.